so this is the studio. Um, Sweet. It's, it, there's a lot more behind the camera than there is behind me. Um, mm. There's a little couch right there. Um, nice. Pulled out to a bed. So if anyone gets like really drunk or something, they can just stay the night or anyone can really stay over for whatever reasons. Um, got a, a keyboard right here. And then to my right is the Moog, which you can't see, but it's uh -huh. right here. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's grandma sleeping right now. So <laughs> grandma, <laughs> grandma. Yeah. Moog. <laughs> yeah. Mogi. Um, Mogi, but, um, yeah, I have, a. I mean, there's a, that's the door to like the hallway. That's mm. a closet right there. Um, yeah. Are I mean, you got boards on your walls. Oh yeah. Monitors on the side. Yeah. Those are, those are, um, that is a, my, my, one of my acoustic panels. I have two more here, two more right here behind my speakers. Mm -hmm. Um, another one in the corner. And then I have like acoustic curtains because, like the, this room is weird um there's a window behind my monitor here and then there's another window right here and i can't put foam so i used curtains to cover them up uh-huh um but the shitty thing is the, the placement of like where i put my foam up there's like certain dead spots i need to fill still um uh -huh. but it, it's it's just it's a weird room like i couldn't do a proper um like acoustic foam setup that i wanted to do so i just kind of had to work with what i have but um it's when you as soon as you come in here you can you can hear how quiet it is like how much sound gets absorbed by these panels it's, it's fucking crazy it's amazing how effective those things are i need to get some because it's starting to i'm starting to really notice it really uh, just like the echo in here like i can't take a regular phone call i gotta like have it up to my ear and like you know if i really want to avoid any kind of echo otherwise it just sounds like yeah whoever i'm talking to they say oh i just hear my own voice i'm like oh great i can't fix that currently so i need to get some acoustic what do you call it acoustic panels yeah, yeah i'll um, get a couple of those and i could photos and posters <laughs> yeah anything that like diffuses sound um i would say for like especially your place um panels work i could link you to where i got mine um mm. they're really fucking expensive and they took like four months to get here but they're so worth it damn really um I was yeah thinking of those like those egg crate looking foam boards Oh yeah, those work too. Like those are yeah. uh, diffusers are good. Um, you 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 could probably get like, and these are these are much. I I regret not doing this. I um I should have gotten acoustic curtains versus mm. like I only have like I have like three, but I wish I just set up curtain rods all across the walls here, and I wanted to do curtains everywhere. That'd be cool. It's it's a it's a cheaper and easier solution, especially like when you're rearranging or moving or something. Um, I had to do like measurements to get the panels all lined up correctly. It was a pain in the ass, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm like, oh, I should have those are like precisely placed, right. Or yeah. close enough. Yeah. They're, they're placed in a very specific way. Um, like the curtain right here is placed where the panel is right here. So mm. like you want that, you want to kind of have like opposite sides covering each other. You know, you don't want to have like like a panel here and then a panel like randomly here. Cause then it's just, it's just going to sound weird, but I used uh there's on, on the website for these panels, there's a, like a calculator and you can actually draft like a floor plan. Cool. And That's what yeah, I mean. yeah, exactly. And you can like, you can like add windows and what and like furniture you basically just kind of like simulate your room and then it'll tell you, it'll recommend like what you should get. It'll say, Oh, you need like eight panels, you know, and place them here, 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 based off your setup. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. Nice. I'm probably going to need more. <laughs> mm. 
I hope not, because I have the high ceilings and everything. Yeah, look into um, those curtains if you can, man. They're they're. Oh, I think I'm they're, so done. Yeah, they're so much easier to to utilize versus these panels. Like they're great, but I just when I if we if we ever move from this place, I'm like, God damn it, I don't want to think about setting these up again because it was it took me like a day <laughs> <laughs> to get it right. <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's how curtains would be, right? Like I have no, I have one window, so I don't have much use for curtains. I've got that, and then I would have to put them everywhere else. I, I guess I'm down. Yeah. yeah. And then you could just move them. Right. So yeah, just move yeah. them up. And I mean, um, the, the curtain rods I used, I, I have uh, like those adhesive hooks, you know, mm. so they're easily re like removable instead yeah. of like drilling holes and like curtain rods. You, you sometimes you have to drill holes in your walls, but with these, you just hook them up and then just like pop them off and then just use a new adhesive every time you take them off. Nice. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. I think I yeah. will. Cause I hear nice. the echo now, now that I'm like thinking about it more, I can hear the echo and it's, a, it's a lot. So I hear a little bit of reverb, but I kind of like that. Like I've noticed uh, the last two episodes we did there, it wasn't too bad. Like there's, there's a reverb, you know, it's like type of effect in there, but it's not like super, super annoying or anything. Right. It's just kind of present. You can tell though. Yeah. <laughs> it's always there. It's, it's the character of, of your space and it's, yeah, yeah it's, it doesn't bother <laughs> me. I don't mind it. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have couches. Yeah. Uh, well, I move the couches uh, across from each other now. So it's like more of a, I don't know, I guess like a welcome space just for guests and then also to to podcast too. So I've got, um, well, my place is a mess. I'll show you in a sec, but um, <laughs> I'll just show you, whatever. <clears throat> I had a podcast last night and I just haven't cleaned up, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we can sit across from each other and then get the mics on either end there and yeah. Oh, dude, I that's that, so rad. It could be a little more comfortable. I was worried though. I was like leaning back too comfortably. I kind of like the idea of sitting at a desk, you know, it feels yeah. good. It feels more like, I don't know that I'm paying attention or something. Yeah, but, I get that. I, but I like, I like the casual. It's, it looks a lot more relaxing that like you could just sit back and have a beer and just, you know, just, just shoot the shit. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. So human offline joins online <laughs> whoa are we in the metaverse <laughs> <laughs> i tried to escape it mm. we can't it's it's gonna be it's funny because like my my wife victoria she gets un fucking annoyed when i bring it up because i'm like I, I got an oculus quest um and she she gets really annoyed when i mentioned anything about it because i'm just i'm a big fucking nerd and, <laughs> and anything that gets us close to like a matrix like simulation where you can have like an avatar of yourself to do whatever you want in this open world that's i, I just i love that it's, it sounds bizarre but i just i i'm very fascinated by it um mm. i'm not i'm not stoked about the fact that like mark zuckerberg is like spearheading you know the metaverse so far i but yeah. i'm happy that like he got the attention of a bunch of other like tech giants and everyone else is gonna pretty much catch up to him and what they're doing but um yeah i don't know man i'm i'm stoked for it i'm intrigued what, what about you how do you feel about it i'm terrified but i'm also down because <laughs> i just think that's cool i loved ready player one and the and the matrix and i mean the matrix was the bad part of that <laughs> the, like worst case scenario but yeah i don't know and so was ready player one in many ways but um I don't know, just the idea of making the world smaller. Why not? And then it, I feel like it would make traveling to, I don't know, other planets or the moon or whatever more comfortable because then all we need to do is have an internet connection 
or like uh, direct links to to the moon or Mars or something like that. And we can all just be in the same space all the time. It's a holodeck. Essentially, we're building a holodeck. And I think that's great. I think it's really cool. It's going to be weird because it's going to be everybody's going to dissociate from reality, but or so many people will. But I don't know. You take the good with the bad. Yeah. What What do you think? I mean, it's I view it as the way we viewed the uprising of social media, you know, like like Facebook and Instagram, Twitter from like mm. like 2005. I mean, I would say like more like 2008 to like 2011 when all those apps and, um, you know, I mean, yeah, those, those apps and um, I guess programs started coming out of like making a digital version of yourself, but like in a two dimensional format, you know, mm. um, and I, I feel like we're, we're, we're already doing it. We're already creating second lives. We're, we're pretending to be people that we're not. And, um, you know, we could be whoever we want. I could go on Facebook tonight and create a complete different, like alter ego of myself, but give my, I could go on, I don't know, Google and, and find five pictures of the same dude who's a model and be like, my new, my new name is like Brock, uh, tough man, you know, and <laughs> I could say, I'm a, yeah, Brock Sanchez. <laughs> and I could say I'm a model from like Switzerland and that, uh, I'm single, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying is like, you could just fucking go online and pretend to be someone you're not, or you could create a whole new identity. It's that easy. Yeah. And, and like now the metaverse is just going to be that, but like in a three dimensional format. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's, I, I think, I think it'll be cool at first. It's, it's, it's just going to be like everything. Like when it first comes out, it's going to be cool, confusing. And then people are going to all join it. And then 10 years later, it's going to be um, you know, something Congress, uh, questions and how it's unregulated and, and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. like how Mark Zuckerberg was brought forth to Congress to like testify about, um, you know, everything Facebook was doing and that's going to, it's just going to be another cycle of that shit. It's, it's, (laughs) it's going to be out of control. Um, and then it's, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. And then it's going to be fucking lame. And then we're going to move on to the next big thing. That's just, that's just how like things are with tech every, you know, every 10 years. Right. I mean, it's going to be an obstruction to like progress. People are going to see it as that it's going to be just like this weird hindrance to us, uh, yeah. to the, to the human race, but overall it's going to be a good thing. I I'm, I'm waiting for, I mean, I'm not looking forward to like, as soon as billboards start popping up in, in our second reality, mm-hmm. or, you know, hopefully we can escape from all the bullshit that we have to deal with here in the waking world and then go there and see more ads and see more bullshit. I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about that too. Cause yeah. they're going to fully take advantage of, Oh, well, if you can see an ad in real life, why not in the metaverse, you know, when you're trying to be away from all that. Yeah. That's a good point is it's going to be cool until we start seeing ads for like male, erectile dysfunction pills everywhere or yeah. you know or it's like how now how our phones listen to us and i'll be talking about like i don't know a sweater or a book i really want to buy and then i'm going to start seeing ads in my gmail account for books and sweaters it's going to be like yeah. that in the metaverse it's like it's going to target <laughs> your ass in there and not only but, that um, but you're it's going to coordinate man people are racing up and down gary right now Vin diesel um, man calm down yeah man it's like I've seen the cars. They're busted ass cars. Um, <laughs> it's always like a little truck. Yeah. It's always <laughs> like a, a little sh- truck or a Honda, Honda or yeah. yeah. And it's like, who is this for? 
pressing nobody uh, <laughs> <laughs> i guess just themselves and, yeah you know live your best life i guess yeah yellow <laughs> i haven't heard no. that in a while <laughs> yeah i know no one so like yellow's like the metaverse like it's going to be cool everyone's going to say it uh live by it and then it's just going to kind of fizzle away and we're going to move on to the next cool thing mm. but i wonder if it's going to make rent cheaper oh it'd be crazy like I we mean, won't need big rooms anymore like people who are really into it people are really down yeah just need a box essentially like all these tiny homes or tiny apartments that you see in new york on the news all the time like just like a 12 square foot building like room like that's all you're gonna need you need that and like the best internet connection and that's all you spend your money on yeah I'm I hoping mean, that's the case for you know a bunch of people who just want to get locked into this thing yeah I, at least I'm the just, rent is cheaper yeah it's like the yeah, the real estate in the metaverse it's already people are already buying property in there for like millions of dollars and and i, I don't understand that um and yeah, I don't know. It's like, what kind of, I, I don't know. I, 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 I imagine it more as a thing you go into like ready player one mm-hmm. where you're a, you're, you're an avatar. You have, you may create your own avatar and you kind of like customize yourself and you know, whatever game you're playing. If it's like, if you have like weapons, like guns and, and swords and fire, laser guns or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that part of it will be cool. Like going into a three dimensional space to like play games with your friends and go on like quests and adventures and campaign mode and stuff like that mm-hmm. but then you're gonna have like the dark web of the metaverse you know like oh yeah going to like a a, a, a building that just like you could do anything you want in there like That's horrible crazy. shit <laughs> yeah you're gonna you're gonna see dudes like 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 dudes wearing trench coats with like really thick mustaches and like bald head walking into like this one building i go i know stay the fuck away from there i know where they're going <laughs> yeah you're gonna have shit like that but um but it's harmless right what's that but it's harmless right it's like it's it's all just a simulation hopefully it doesn't encourage them to be creepier but i mean yeah it's like if it's if it's unregulated and like a lawless place like the wild west i i guess you could go in there and do whatever you want but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm also terrified because, you know, we just don't know what's what it's going to be, what it's going to evolve into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to hopefully there's not like, well, what's that right wing app like uh, Getter or something where everyone's going on to like, oh, yeah, conspiracies. <laughs> well, it's like all a, just like unregulated Twitter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like stuff like that. You're going to have like a like a box you can crawl into and you just like like write your manifesto in there or something. <laughs> I'm like, ah, that's, that's gonna be the scary part about it, but hopefully it's used for good and entertainment um, and a place where you can go and, and like, you know, be happy and do fun shit with your friends. That's, that's kind of how I want to, you know, interact with it. I'm looking forward to that. I, I, I want to look more into the buying of property and all that. Cause I'd be down to do that. I can't buy property in the real world. So uh, why not do it digitally, but how does it work? Like, how's it even valuable um, or how would it even retain its value? Because you could just build more for cheap, right? All you need is a a computer, just code more land, right? Yeah. Uh, so that just know. devalues it. I don't understand. I, I gotta look into it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of a, that's a cool question. Like it, it'd be kind of cool to uh, <laughs> like how in the early MySpace days, how you could you could code your own page customize mm. it and maybe there'll be like building blocks to like teach you how to code to build your own shit in the metaverse versus like spending you know dogecoin to buy a car 
Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because Elon still won't <laughs> let you buy a Tesla with a dough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who knows, man? Uh, who knows what it's going to be? It, I, I don't think it's going to be a thing until, I don't know, three to five years from now, but it's, it's yeah. like people are getting ready to, to dive in and, and do cool stuff in there and, and bad stuff. So we'll see how yeah. that goes. Yeah. There, there was that discussion about like holodecks and Star Trek about how you can do anything you want and like tactily you can actually touch people and you can just recreate a room as is and it will feel like you're there essentially with people and everything, interactive AIs and all this. And they yeah. were saying that uh, this could be good for like treating psychopaths and like, you know, serial killers and pedophiles and stuff like just give them simulations so they don't take it out on real people but then they're like well this kind of encourages that behavior and they might go out and do the real thing like they can't get the fix anymore in their in their room oh god yeah so like we're already having that discussion you know yeah this was a theoretical you know this was just a thought before yeah yeah that's the part that should be regulated is you know sickos going in to to fantasize their you know their, their real life desires, but they're going into like the metaverse to, to, you know, do whatever horrible shit they're going to do. And then, you know, it's got, that's going to turn into a conversation of like, should this be controlled? Should it be illegal to do that in there? Are there going to mm-hmm. be laws that you get in trouble for doing shit like that? And I, I really think there should be, cause it's like, <laughs> there was that line from kick-ass where uh, it's like, it's like half and maybe like 20 minutes into the movie where the main character He's like walking home from school and he sees the two thugs breaking into a car and they're like, hey, get the fuck out of here. And he runs away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, just like a serial killer fantasizing just doesn't do it anymore. And it, <laughs> he takes off his clothes and he has the kick ass outfit and he has his weapon out. It's like it's like that. It's like you can. Then they kick the shit out of him, didn't they? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. He gets stabbed in the stomach <laughs> and then he gets hit by a car. <laughs> so, yeah, like hopefully there's like consequences for, for trying to to, you know bring your disgusting fantasies to life but i I don't know we'll we'll see if it's if it's like the internet though then maybe it won't be as regulated as we think it will be who knows right there's gonna be like metaverse 4chan and like oh god meta chan (laughs) meta chan yeah it's gonna get Uh, real weird fuck's sake (laughs) yeah i just i just hope it's there should be like planets you know or like this is the meta chan planet and yeah a disgusting per- human being to like be a citizen on that planet and then here's the cool planet where everyone's doing fun shit yeah yeah <laughs> you and you need to like pay to like fly to that planet or something right <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna there's be... like a barrier of entry yeah that you i don't know you just need to get through it somehow and if you're <laughs> if you're a real dedicated creep then you can get onto a, a metaverse ship to fly to this planet yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like, it's like... <laughs> Like, oh God, I can't even think about that. But yeah, yeah, man, it's time. It's crazy how um how fast technology's moving these days. I know today, like uh the other well, not all, but Verizon and AT and T just unleashed their five G networks um all over the the country. So uh and that's that's gonna unlock more opportunities for a lot of a lot of stuff to progress, you know, and it's mm-hmm. it's what a lot of tech companies have been waiting for especially music too, with like music technology, um, it's going to revolutionize uh, like remote concerts and artists can do a lot more like uh, technically advanced concerts and music videos. Like That's I think this really is cool. one, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm stoked for it. Um, this is one artist I saw who 
she well it's like you're in front of a green screen and she has like those like motion cameras surrounding her mm -hmm. and it's gonna you know it's like stuff like that is like now that we have this new technology that can have like you know more bandwidth and more 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 speed and less latency to pull off this type of stuff it's gonna just unlock a whole new creative arsenal for artists and, and not just musicians but you know filmmakers um like uh like painters and writers whatever any kind of visual media is gonna be fully enhanced by 5g now so i think that's pretty cool it's gonna be really interesting and it's just gonna power the metaverse right it's just that's just gonna go that much faster and uh I was talking yeah. to some guy about he he does like he works in solar panels and stuff like for this company they install them and build them and all this and he was he was at my work and I overheard him talking about 5G towers and I'm like oh what's what's up with that is that is that a real concern like do we need to worry about that and he's like it's like no it's all just conspiracy shit but you can't get close to those things they'll cook you and I'm like what do you mean he's like they they just put out so much energy you can't get close to them like you need to turn them off and like and like to work on them to get anywhere near them like oh that's crazy so that's real right but that's like a radar a radar does that too and like you can't get close to a radio tower and things like that and so I'm like okay yeah. that's not so much of a concern Riz freaking me out there for a second though yeah i know those those cell towers they they output a lot of <laughs> a lot of wattage um mm -hmm. and they're you know they're they're radiating heavily um i don't i don't know how dangerous they are as you get closer to them. I know that like everyone at first, a lot of people were concerned that 5G was going to be like going to create the apocalypse or that it was causing COVID or whatever. Bullshit <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, you have a phone in your pocket every day and that's radiating, but it's such low energy that it's not going to affect your health or it's not going to kill you or give you cancer or anything. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but I don't, I don't know. It's like, um i don't know the safety of those towers how close you can get to them i know they're like fenced off from the public mm -hmm. um but like if you're if you're like a like a technician and you have to climb up there to like fix an antenna it's like shit well how do you address that i i really don't know but yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah it's i don't know more doom don't and know. gloom yeah uh, i'm just <laughs> i'm just excited i i'm just excited for uh for technology to keep evolving you know we're really if, if, if we were living in times a hundred years ago we wouldn't have this luxury you know we're very uh we're very fortunate to have this and oh yeah we'd be hungry all the time and yeah wondering what's what's going to happen next and yeah and lonely can't do you anything know, lonely yeah yeah we love <laughs> sickly ahead. getting catching weird diseases all the time just a hundred years yeah. ago yeah yeah a hundred years ago uh was that no spanish flu was 1918 mm -hmm. so so just about Oh yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But then the stock market crashed in in twenty nine, and then oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Great Depression, all those things, man. It's it's fuck. I mean, we kind of had that in two thousand eight, the, the the recession, you know, mm -hmm. the 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 was it uh, the housing crisis that the, the, the was it the, not the stock market, like the housing market crashed, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean. Fortunately enough, we, we were living in a time where we had computers and technology and phones to all, you know, stay in touch and stay connected and, and figure our shit out. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's just, uh, it's an exciting time to be alive. It really is. It, it really is. is. I just think the internet's the coolest thing ever. I want to live off yeah. the grid and like in the woods somewhere, but I still want to have like a Starlink <laughs> or something just to stay yeah. connected. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Dead Mouse does <clears throat> now. He he lives in he lives in like the woods in Canada. Uh, he's like isolated from the city and from people, and he he just has like this giant house out there. But he has his own he has his own like fiber network in his in his backyard. He has his own cell tower. That's awesome. Yeah, he has a private network, and it's God, all his. his. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's it's he has his own bandwidth and his own speed. I mean, he has wow. everything he needs out there. And, it's like, fuck, I wish I could live like that, but it's, you know, dude's a millionaire, so he can do it. How cool would it be, though, to just have like a little community and then everybody chips in for a tower, you know, or a satellite or whatever's practical yeah. at the time? Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. But then you'd have like that one asshole who's always on his phone eating up all the bandwidth. And <laughs> you're like, fuck, man, I'm trying to stream. Don't look up. <laughs> can, you, can you just hop off of Instagram for a second? Fuck. <laughs> no, man, I'm checking my stories. Yeah, I'm making a I'm making a reel for my 20 <laughs> followers. <laughs> Imagine you get a tower and it only serves like two people at a time. Oh, be God. so frustrating. You gotta wait your turn. I mean, there should be like time limits on that kind of stuff, like a, <laughs> like a laundry machine, it's like 45 minutes. <laughs> and the next bastard behind you, it's his turn. <laughs> this guy's taking too long. He's got two loads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what's funny? This is like. Another nerdy topic about mm. like washers and dryers. We just got new uh, washers and dryers in our laundry room and it's Bluetooth and you don't, you don't, it doesn't take any kind of credit card or, or quarters or anything. You, it's an app on your phone that you mm. reload with money. And then you just like, when you, when you put your clothes in, you, you know, you, you select your settings and then you have to load your wallet. Like it's like a digital wallet, like Apple pay or something. And you, you just, you know, load it with like 10 bucks and then you select your settings and then you like slide to pay and then it starts the machine and it's like oh, a timer. A, yeah. That's interesting. It counts down like how long until you're done and you, it's like, it's like a green timer. And then if you're past that, it turns red and it tells you, Hey man, you're an asshole. Cause you're five minutes past your load time. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, this is fucking crazy that we have this. I I've never used a machine like that before. Wow. I used a reloadable card once, but definitely not an app. That, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it it's weird. Yeah, because everybody's like, taking Apple Pay now, so why not? Yeah, dude, it's I, I love um I love like digital payments and not using your card and touching that filthy pin pad, especially <laughs> you know in a pandemic. It's nice to like do everything like hands free. Yeah, I like I like the convenience of it, but there's always the the drawback of like, you know the the faucets like public faucets that only turn on when you pull your hand away <laughs> like mm -hmm. <laughs> there's yeah. always just that disconnect yeah 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 sometimes yeah. they don't work like you get close to it and it just doesn't go off and you pull your hand away and it goes off yeah and then it shoots soap everywhere and it's like oh no yep. that was supposed to go to my hand <laughs> <laughs> it's scorching hot water <laughs> yeah <your> goddamn hands. <laughs> uh, uh, i need uh, my amoebas though i need to like touch the buttons i need to touch everything yeah, I always said like after COVID, I was going to go out and lick an escalator just to get my immune system back because <laughs> I didn't touch anything and I, I kept wearing a mask. I haven't gotten sick in two years. Did you have you you haven't caught COVID yet, have you? I did in August. And oh, um, no way. Mm -hmm, and I lost my senses and that was it. I was more mad that I lost two weeks of work. I, I couldn't go. Yeah, we yeah. were like we're ultra compliant and, um, you know, rightfully so. But I wasn't mm. sick. So like, I just lost my senses and I could live with that for a couple of days. And it lasted three days. Like I got super lucky, man. Yeah. yeah. 
Jeez. Yeah. I mean, we had a, we had a COVID outbreak at my work a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like three people got COVID and they were out for two weeks. They couldn't come back unless they tested negative um, mm-hmm. and, and had like no symptoms. And it's just, it's terrible because yeah, like people lose money. And if like, they don't have, you know, like time off hours accrue, they can't, you know, they can't really do anything. And, and uh, the government stopped doing uh, in September, they stopped doing the, or at least the state of California, the um like the COVID pay th- program thingy where yeah they, they yeah they 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 cover you and it stopped and they they don't they're not doing it now and mm-hmm. um yeah it just it's shitty man it's it's shitty it's shitty to be in that situation uh, but I'm glad you're okay and that you're you know Thanks. you're you're alive and you're healthy um yeah dude it's it's uh it sucks like it, it, it having that COVID scare made me just kind of go into hermit mode you know my wife and I were just like we're canceling all plans mm-hmm. for the next few months. And, um, you know, no, we're not doing anything. Uh, it's just literally work home, sometimes grocery store. If like, we don't order takeout. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's, we're almost in two years of this. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pats on the back. society. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did it, it. two years in baby. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. Other than that, uh, staying inside and, and working on some music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I put out that EP last week, week yeah. ago today, actually. Imposter yeah. syndrome. It was a little early, right? Is that what you said in the post? Yeah. What was um, that deal? Yeah. What happened was, well, I, I initially had it for release on December 15th and I submitted it like a month early. Um, and you want to do that because like sometimes if you if you do, if you submit your song or your EP or album or whatever you're doing um, really close to your release date, that doesn't really give you any room for error. Um, mm. So like the distributor is the one I use. It's called CD Baby. They are very strict on the requirements of everything you upload. So like the artwork, the metadata, um, the, the track titles, uh, the credits. Um, uh, and the publishing, all that stuff has to be correct because it gets inspected by their team. And if there's one thing that's off, it can delay your your release. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm like I'm I'm really really diligent when it comes to that. And the one thing I overlooked was some of the artwork requirements because I've never had a problem when I've ever uploaded something. Mm-hmm. So um, what happened was I I commissioned a friend of mine. Uh, shout out Justin Conrad, you you talented bastard. I know Justin Conrad. <laughs> you know Justin? Yeah. Do you know him personally? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. I have a picture Crazy. somewhere. Like we're not super close, but I've known him for years. Um, we have a picture. I took a picture with him and another Justin. We just had like three Justins in the same room, so we had to take a picture. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I gotta find it. Yeah, dude. But, he's, uh, shout out to he's Justin. He's fucking amazing. Yeah, shout out to Justin, man. He um, he's he's an amazing poet and writer and just such a nice dude. Um. And, and I, I reached out to him and I wanted him to do the, um, the EP artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of floated some ideas around and he, he came back to me with a poem and, um, and I'm, do, do you follow him on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you see what he does, um, with his yeah. poems and how he, he puts up his, um, you know, his poem in front of like a backdrop of some kind. Um, and I'm like, I, I, I love that stuff. And so I asked him if he wanted to create some, you know, an original piece of artwork for the EP. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, I'm down. And so he, um, he came up with like a few different ideas and then he made a poem and, uh, you know, it's, I, I actually posted it when I, when I was talking about the EP, but 
he did a thing where like he he put it up against a light and the light was reflecting onto the piece of paper on the poem and it was it was highlighting the word um oh shit i forget what the word was um i think disguise i think it was the word disguise but it mm. was the way he had the poem and the, the lighting everything was like he, he couldn't have you know nailed it better and i'm like that's it that's the one that's, mm. that we're gonna go with that so everything was set to go i uploaded it and then like a week later cd baby emails me and they're like oh hey uh we can't use this artwork because it doesn't match your metadata you know you need to you need to um you know either remove it and use something new or uh, you know modify it so i'm like what the fuck so oh. um yeah, I'm like, I'm not removing it, you know, like, this is it, this is the artwork. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna fight this. So I went back and forth with their support team. And I'm like, uh, well, what if I just added my like artist name to it and, and the EP title, like, can I still use it? And they were saying, you know, the game is long explanation that basically it can be confusing to all the streaming services. And if nothing matches your it doesn't if the artwork doesn't match your metadata, that, you know it can cause confusion so they recommended i just remove the entire thing oh and and so and this is yeah this is it's it was it was heartbreaking and this was like a few days before the ep supposed to come out uh -huh. and i'm like great timing guys yeah so, <laughs> but that's so, why you give um, yourself cushion right that could have been worse i guess yeah that's yeah. why you give yourself like at least at least a month of a cushion to prepare yeah. for shit like that because you just don't know what they're gonna say or if they're gonna there's gonna be a problem so mm -hmm. i ended up um you know, I went with uh, Vinny and, and our friend, you know, Michael Martinez, which mm -hmm. I, I believe, you know, as well. Mm -hmm. um, we went out to this this dry lake bed in the middle of nowhere um, to, you know, initially I went out there to take some like uh, promo pics with them and just just go out there because it's such a crazy place to go to. It's dead silent. There's literally no sound out there. Ah, it's so cool. You kind of feel like you're in an uh, anechoic chamber when you're there. It's nuts. Oh, nice. Not even wind yeah. or like the slightest breeze. Yeah, there is yeah. there was a little breeze, but I mean it's so it's so quiet that it's disturbing. Um, so we went out there and we 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 did a really cool drone video. Um, and we we did some like you know just like some promo stuff. And so there was a picture that Vinny took of me um, where I'm holding up my notebook when it says I wrote imposter syndrome on the entire page and mm. I like you know scribbled over it. Um, and so I took that and I put it in front of my face and like the, it was during when the sun was setting. So the sky behind me is like a blend of like purple and pink. And I'm like, OK, well, you know what? Let's uh, let's just use this because mm. there's nothing on here that's confusing. And then the paper or the notebook said imposter syndrome. So I'm like, this, this has to get accepted. So we ended up going with that instead. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I got I got the I got the email from them like the day before the release date, which was uh, January 12th. And they're like. Oh hey, uh, uh, you, your your EP's been accepted. So I'm like, cool. So now I got to pick a new release date, and then the next it just came out like that day, like at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, that was their way of saying <laughs> you're good to go. We're just gonna send it now. <laughs> yeah, I I guess I mean it's bittersweet because it actually came out on my grandmother's uh 91st birthday my grandmother passed away uh june of last year mm. and so i'm like okay you know what this actually has like a this actually has a, a new deeper meaning i wasn't expecting mm -hmm. um so yeah it kind of it did work out in the end i'm still bummed i couldn't use justin's artwork but um i told him you know we talked about it and i'm like you know what the, this poem is is part of the ep this is what the, this is what the ep is on paper you know mm -hmm. if i were to translate this into words mm -hmm. it's this so the, the yeah. poem is very much like a sibling to the EP. So I'm still glad I have it. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to live with the EP forever. So 
um yeah that's that's what happened and uh that's why you submit your shit early so you deal with stuff like that <laughs> what a pain but it yeah. sounds great dude i've been listening it's been on loop oh thank you thank yeah, you yeah so i appreciate good. that yeah thank you it's um, like the you're like soundtracking the metaverse you're soundtracking the future <laughs> essentially but you're doing it retroactively right it's it's like you have a lot of this like retro feel to it and it's yeah very cool it's like coming from like an expert's perspective or like a yeah, like an ex expert's perspective, uh, uh, a professional student of of music, of sounds, of history, you know, like, yeah, I don't know, man, you're on it. Uh, that's my point. <laughs> thank you. No, thank it's you so much. Solid. I'm yeah. glad you like it. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's funny because uh, I really wasn't planning on putting this out. Um, I was actually struggling with a lot of writer's block the last, uh, I don't know, from shit, from like late August to November, I was trying to I was trying to create a new track with Kay yeah. and, um, you know, we had, I came up with a few ideas and, and Kay sent me, um, some, some vocals of theirs. And mm -hmm. it was, uh, I was just having the hardest time coming up with stuff. And so, <clears throat> you know, when you're usually the way I deal with writer's block or creative blocks is I just kind of step away mm -hmm. and say, you know what, maybe like you just shouldn't be doing this right now. Maybe you should go play video games or like go hiking more or just, step away from music because it's it, there's nothing coming out of you or whatever you're trying to do like you're just it's not resonating it's not working and honestly i just felt like i just got kind of like annoyed with like sitting down and trying to create something so i just kind of separated myself from that and i, I actually went back into a folder of a lot of like just demos i made a year ago and i came across uh the the second track on there called the central point of failure where i just sat down with my keyboard and i just did like this improvised chord progression and um yeah i just was like you know what this is kind of cool maybe i can do something with this it's it's already done i just gotta like mix it and master mm -hmm. it um and uh that was like the first track and then um everything else came after that uh the third track is called david and that was uh you know a song i wrote for my, my friend who passed away in uh 2019 um and he, he was always into like really weird music like arca and he loved uh bjork um and really like washed out synthy stuff mm -hmm. um so that really inspired me to, to write that for him um and yeah that became like that that became like the heart of the ep because it's it's the middle track um and then uh the fourth track was um i dream so you don't have to and that was yeah. all out of the moog right here um i created this really dreamy like melody that just kind of descends and then everything else kind of like was made around it um and then you know uh, Vinny was like you should add drums to like the end of this and i added drums to it and i'm like holy shit like that the song's done mm -hmm. <laughs> so um that was like the last thing i did was just add drums to that um and uh the fifth track on it it's called it's, it's clear as day that one uh, again was uh, i was sitting in a park in in burbank and it was like a crystal clear day i think like it was windy the day before so it was no smog and uh same thing i was just kind of messing around with chords and then uh i added like a drum beat to it mm -hmm. um and then uh i think the yeah the last thing i did was add the last 40 seconds of the song it just kind of makes a hard left turn and becomes like this yeah yeah just out <laughs> of nowhere i was like i don't know i, I really was just sitting here just fucking around um and it's i like had to chugging like really... to a factory yeah exactly and i just had this like this filthy synth i was playing with and uh yeah i just kind of added that last minute um and uh, the first track is kind of circling back here but the first track was something i actually didn't have done 
uh i just <clears throat> i listened to um there's this song by nine inch nails called now i'm nothing mm-hmm. and it's it's not even an official song that they had ever released it's a it's an opener they used to do they used to tour with is uh it would just open their their tour mm-hmm. and i don't know there's something about the lyrics of like you know you're kind of looking at yourself as you you kind of wasted you kind of wasted things away and now you're nothing you know like you're you're a shell of what you used to be mm. and i thought you know what this would tie really nicely into the way i've been feeling the last three months and that's that like i'm a fraud and i don't know what i'm doing mm-hmm. um and you know imposter syndrome really was that's why it's called imposter syndrome is because i was struggling to accept the fact that like you know i'm in a studio and i built all everything around me i built from from the ground up and like I, why can't I create, you know, what, what's going on. I have all this magic sitting around me. Um, and for some reason, nothing sounds or looks appealing. And I just want to get away from this, you know, maybe I'm a fraud. Maybe, maybe I don't really know what I'm doing. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I'm just fucking around and I think what I'm doing is right, but it just, it doesn't like matter to me anymore. So I just need to get away from this and run as far as I can. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the idea to, grab those five tracks and make an EP out of it to kind of confront that feeling. And now that I did it and now that I put it out, I feel much better. And I feel like, yeah, I'm ready to fucking go. Like I'm ready to, to get back into my, my, my funk and my groove and, and, and make music and collaborate. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So that's, that was, that's pretty much how the EP came to be. And that's, that's where the idea stems from. Mm, I, I definitely see it you know, inspiring people to get out of that funk too, out of that imposter syndrome. It's, the last few months have been really weird on, on my end too. Like I, it's a lot of imposter syndrome, syndrome. It's a lot of like, I have no motivation to do anything. Yeah. You know, you look at stuff and you're just like, uh, you know, whatever, like I'm just going to sit around and, yeah. you know, walk, maybe walk. Maybe I have it, uh, energy for that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy how much, going for a walk has a lot of power um, and inspiration, especially if you're, if you're struggling with, you know, mental health issues or Mm. just sometimes you might be okay in the head, but your body just doesn't feel good. Mm. And you're like, you know what, maybe I just need to go outside. And that, that really helps. It really does. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, the sunlight, a 20 minute walk. Yeah. Sunlight. Yeah. Mm. Um, But yeah, I mean, what do you, so when you have imposter syndrome or if you're, if you're feeling like you're not motivated what else besides a walk would you would you consider to be like a helpful remedy that would make you you know feel better or get you out of your mm. funk music usually that's the go-to so again imposter syndrome ep solid it's been a, <laughs> it's been a solid like respite Thanks, from that mm-hmm. and yeah going back like trying to like retrace steps mentally of like uh what was i into before how did i get here from you know how did i get here what was the previous step and then just going back what were all the little tasks that i had done or little creative little outlets that i had done kind of like taking inventory like what i've been doing in the past i do that and that seems to kind of like shake things loose and it's like okay okay i had a rhythm then i can i can do that again now i I just have to i'm over here i need to connect these points and hopefully that works sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't yeah Uh, sometimes you gotta go to go for a walk you know sometimes you go i went for a hike uh with my niece last week and um 
and like I never hang out with her she's nine years old like uh we never hang out unless it's a family thing so I was just like I want to go out and hang out with you so I took her to in and out afterwards and like just and we just hung out you know uncle and niece and I don't know it was rejuvenating getting out on the trail she had never done that before she had never been on a hike like that um in her recent memory and um that felt good that kind of That's got, got me out of a funk, you know, socialization, family time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not trying to yeah. force it, but at the same time, like something you got to push yourself, you know, I don't yeah, want to do yeah. this right now, I'm, but I got to, I have to do yeah. this for my mental health. Yeah. You know? No, no, absolutely, man. It's, it's good to, I mean, just seeing another face of someone you love um, can, can really can really uh, do the trick, you know, can really uh, get you out of your funk or just make you realize, you know, this is what matters. This is what's important, especially in a pandemic where we're constantly retreating back to our safe spaces when Mm. a new variant is spreading and cases are blowing up like wildfire. Um, You know, sometimes you have to go backwards to go forward. Um, And, and, and if, if that's like, you know, stopping what you're doing right now, like your, your podcasting or your writing Mm. or your photography, just kind of, stepping shelving it you know maybe sometimes you got to shelf it for a few weeks and then go hang out with family or friends and just get outside and get some air sometimes mm-hmm. that is all we need it's the simplest thing because you know sometimes people turn to you know vices like drugs and smoking and drinking and mm-hmm. you know or sex orgies you know like guilty as charged <laughs> no <I'm> kidding <laughs> you know sometimes oh, we, we have to, yeah <laughs> sometimes we really have to like disconnect and uh be around other bodies of people and 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 nature just to recharge and Mm -hmm. that really is the simplest thing sometimes um i read a book when i was going through my imposter syndrome my i was like you know what fuck i haven't read any books in a while so i'm gonna buy some and see if that helps Mm -hmm. and i I bought this book called um the war of art and stephen pressfield yeah yeah oh yes so have you have you read it not that one but i read i read one called do the work and apparently it's pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't, I haven't read that one yet. Maybe I'll buy it next. Um, but I, I was like, you know what? This sounds kind of cool. And when I got it, I thought it was like a book, like a biography. And then as I'm flipping through the pages, it's just literally like this, uh, each page is like a new, um, chapter that just says, uh, re- it's all about like resistance, you know, and, mm-hmm. and how like resistance can equate to being fearful. You know, it's like, I'm not working on my art right now because I'm afraid to confront it. I'm afraid that if I sit down, I'm just going to stare at my, at my, my laptop or my keyboard and not do anything. And two hours will pass and I'll be sitting here realizing nothing got done. And then therefore I'm a failure, you know, I'm a mm-hmm. fuck up, but that's, that's just all in our head because maybe during that time, you just need to step away and recharge, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when you're, when you're feeling better and you have to, you know, kind of get over that mental uh, roadblock, then you can kind of go back to what you were doing, what you love. And it just kind of naturally happens, you know, you just naturally get back into your flow. But um, yeah, that's, that's one thing I I had to do is kind of just get away from the music. And I even got like, I even got annoyed with like listening to music. Like I was like, fuck, I don't mm. like listen to Nine Inch Nails right now. Like, it sucks. <laughs> like, it, it just music itself was like annoying me. So I just yeah. was, I was sitting in silence. Um, yeah, just like driving with the windows down, just listening to like, you know, traffic and the wind and, and that can be stimulating too in its own right, you know? Mm-hmm. 
but uh, in its own yeah, way, man. and it's like in its sort of like white noise way to help you reset. Mm. Mm. So, how do you find yourself like you step away, right, for a couple of weeks? How do you turn? How do you not let that turn into a couple of months? Like, how do you do? You force yourself mm. back, or does something have to like click? That's a good question. Um, I think I don't know. It's just when you when you feel it, you just kind of you naturally just kind of say, you know what? Maybe I'll try. It. Maybe I'll go back into it. Uh, mm. Like I think what I did was after I, know, I was reading books, I was reading The War of Art, and <clears throat> I went back into. Um, I think what I did was I went into that folder of like stuff that I wrote or I made last year that I have completely abandoned. I know I didn't delete it, but I just left it sitting in the folder. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just kind of flipping through everything and, and extracting what I thought was, hey, this is kind of cool. Or I didn't, I stepped away from this a year ago because it I just wasn't interested. But all of a sudden, this seems really sexy to me now. You know, this mm. seems really interesting. And let me see what I can do. And that's that's kind of what happened was the whole uh, going backwards to go forward thing was uh, I went back in time to something I made mm-hmm. and brought it into the present time and was like, you know what, this is it. This is what's, this is what's calling my name right now. And I should, I should focus on this. Um, and I really don't know. I really don't know what the impetus was behind that. Like, I don't know if it was the book or, you know, recharging by abandoning the music or, you know, I was watching um, uh, a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows. Sometimes that stuff can inspire you too, you know, mm-hmm. and it could be something as simple as, one sentence an actor says that you know kind of you resonate with or that you connect with it really i don't know man it's, it's just crazy it's, it's crazy how we think and how we like resonate with things in life that just can spark inspiration like that mm-hmm. it's weird how our minds work uh whatever gets to it first sometimes sometimes it's bad sometimes it's good but yeah. um yeah well cheers to being out of it cheers yeah <laughs> yeah it's nice <laughs> It's nice to not have to, um, not, it's nice not to like have to stress about imp- imposter syndrome anymore, at least what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And I know it's, it's going to come back. Like, there's no way it's like, oh, it's a one time thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm this isn't the first time, right? And this isn't definitely not the last you know? time. Well, you, you want to hope that it is the last yeah. time, but I don't yeah. know. You got to be realistic and be like, this is going to come back again. Maybe next year, maybe around the same time. Maybe it's a annual thing or something, but um, yeah. either way, you can be a little more prepared for it each time. Yeah, no, man. Uh, my, my wife, she, she thought it was, um, she was saying, maybe you have like seasonal depression and it's, this is the first time you're experiencing it. Um, so I went and saw my doctor actually mm-hmm. in November and I told him what I was going through and, you know, I told him I was like having a hard time focusing um and you know i lost like motivation to do a lot of stuff and he's like okay well uh, i'm gonna prescribe you a low dose of adderall i'm like oh shit okay i've Mm -hmm. never done that before um and so yeah i was given like a 30-day supply and i was given a very low dose and as soon as i took it i'm like i just got up like i didn't even like realize it kicked in i just got up (laughs) and started doing stuff (laughs) And, and at first I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, I can't believe everything I've been like putting procrastinating. I just finished. Um, right. like, like, yeah. Like stuff at work. Like a lot uh, of things I'm supposed to be doing at work. I was like putting off and then I went back and, and I knocked it all out like one day or mm. like at home, uh, you know, like I just, I, my, my, my motivation just came back and then I was like, okay, well taking one of these is like a little too much for me. And so I'm going to start cracking them in half and splitting up the dosage. 
And so I was taking a lower dosage when I was prescribed. And that was like, whoo, fucking, I was coasting, you know, like, but not, not like coasting, like laziness, but like, like I was on a wave and I was yeah. going to ride it forever because like, this is helping me. Mm -hmm. um, and it did, it really did help. And I, uh, you know, I'm not on it anymore. I was only on it for about two months because I, I really was able to stretch out that dosage by mm -hmm. splitting up the prescription. But um, yeah, I, 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 it's, it really did help. Um, and I hope that, I hope that it doesn't come back, you know, that feeling, but you know, again, it's like, you can't fear that because if it comes back, I'm, I'm ready to embrace it again. And now I, now I kind of know how to deal with it. So mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see how it goes. Do you ever think that maybe if it is an annual thing, if it's seasonal depression, maybe it's your body just saying body and mind saying, just give me some, give me some time. I need to, Could be. I need to clear myself out. Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder if there's something deeper, something more subconscious. Say, our subconscious saying, like, "Chill out, right now. You're doing too much." And it's, and this isn't chill out for the weekend. It's chill out for you know December to February, or something. You know. Uh, yeah, I hope that's not the case because I mean that's disruptive. But like, you know, maybe it's healthy. I don't it, know. it could be burnout too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like uh, especially all of us right now who are who are still working during a pandemic and you go on, you go on Google news or whatever, CNN, whatever you go on. And the first five headlines are just depressing shit, you know, and, and, uh, people are getting murdered left and right every day. Um, you know, we're still, still a, a war of like the left versus the right and mm -hmm. conspiracies and QAnon and all these bullshit <laughs> things going on in the world. And it's like, you know, the whole doom scrolling thing, like, even if you don't click it, just reading the headlines is reading the headlines, like, oh my God, you know, I'm already, yeah. I'm already distressed just reading the headlines. I'm not mm. even like, I'm not reading the article. Just the headline itself is making me stressed. And mm. I got rid of, um, I deleted like all my social media off my phone. And I'm like, you know what, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna go on this, I'll just like have everything like how it used to be go on my fucking browser and log in on my desktop and not on your, and, not on your phone. <laughs> no, just, just, just look on my desktop and like, mm -hmm. okay, well, I don't have anything or no one. Cause like, I, I talked to a lot of people, a lot of people I still keep in touch with was through social media mm -hmm. and I wish it wasn't that way, you know, but like a lot of them live out of state or <clears throat> um, this is where we share a lot of like funny stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Like if I cut, if I cut this link away, if I, if I stop, if I delete all my social media, then yeah, I will lose touch with some people, but you know what? That's okay. Because I need, I need time for myself right now. I need to step mm -hmm. away from this because it's, it's overstimulating me. It's kind of driving me nuts. So I just kind of, I got to separate myself from that mm -hmm. and yeah, remove myself from, uh, yeah. Remove myself from things that are like, you know, overstimulating. Mm-hmm. You picked a hell of a, a hell of a time just before your EP release. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah this I mean, human offline like is months. still going, right? But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm much, uh, I'm, I'm in a much better place. But um, yeah, the goal right now is to. I, I have some clients that I'm working with with uh, some projects of theirs, so I'm going to be focusing on like mixing and mastering mm. some some songs for other people and not really um work on my stuff right now there is some uh i am going to be taking a little bit of a deviation in what i'm producing um i've been doing a lot of like synth wave and and the ep is i don't even know what that was you know it wasn't even stuff i've ever done it just it just came out of me and i just kind of embraced it and released it but now um i'm really into like techno right now you mm. know 
we're having a lot of fun making some techno tracks. So mm. I'm going to go down that road for a little bit um, and experiment. And, and, you know, if it's, if I'm having fun, I'm just going to keep it going. So. Awesome. Yeah. I've been on that kick. I mean, not creating, but just listening to, uh, I think I told you about it before. There was this YouTube page called, uh, or <laughs> Horror What's, Berlin, H O R. Okay. okay. Uh, but the O has the umlaut. So I don't know. Mm. Oh, Oh, it's a it's oh. a sharp it's a hard O, right? So or Berlin yeah. or Berlin or maybe like a or. soft H, like or it's got to be a soft H, right? I don't think I think so. Yeah, um, and I find a lot of good stuff on there, and it's just like this. Um, it's like a DJ, sometimes two, like a duo, uh, and they're facing this camera. Behind them are like this, like these tiled walls of what looks like a bathroom. I'll send it to you. It's really cool. And I find a lot of good techno, a lot of good house DJs and just really good stuff. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah. So up, I've been on that cake to too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I usually, um, uh, I'm into a, a few techno artists right now. Um, Anna, I don't know if you've ever heard of Anna. Mm -mm. Uh, she's, she's a Colombian producer slash DJ and she makes like really dark sounding techno and I'm listening to her um, and her her collaborator slash, I think it's her boyfriend. His name's Weba. Mm -hmm. um, he has this really cool track called Mind Awake. I'll send that to you. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just like really dark atmospheric techno is like what I'm really into right now. Awesome. Um, yeah, I've been listening to like a lot of Tool, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. You've been in a mood. Yeah. yeah, I've been in a mood, you know? And, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, new year, new me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> gonna get a face tattoo or something Fuck yeah make sure it no, says that <laughs> only god can judge me right here only, only or no no regrets on my forehead <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah man uh it's 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 interesting as as we as we start to evolve and get mm. older how how your interests and things you used to love and be obsessed with are no longer important anymore and now you're like i'm like it's this weird. is weird but i'm really into it you know mm -hmm. whatever this is whatever path i'm going down it's it's interesting mm -hmm. it's weird when it's like when that once previous passion isn't replaced by something else right you just lost that passion for something and then i mean hence you know the rut and imposter syndrome and all that but yeah at the same time it's like you hope it's just objectively good for that to be replaced or now you got to find something to replace it just to I don't know, keep the days shorter, you know, and so you have something to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, not, nothing is, uh, nothing is worse than staring at the clock every two minutes to see, you know, what time it is or if your day is almost over. So fill up that empty space with things you love to do. And, um, you know, especially right now in this, in this these, these, uh, odd times that we're living in, you just don't know tomorrow we're going to get the HBO max Delta variant plus deluxe <laughs> you know and that might be that might be a, a breakthrough through the boosters and the vaccines and we could all die you just don't know <laughs> so, so might as well uh drink some beer and listen to yeah. fucking techno <laughs> drink beer listen to techno yeah yeah exactly <laughs> sanctioned by none other than andrew long <laughs> <laughs> i swear i'm not sponsoring this beer whatever it is it's a it's actually an ipa i got from from trader joe's it's pretty good Hmm. DBA has, uh, they're going to have one tomorrow and it's like, keep the glass. <clears throat> and I guess the glasses are rare. They don't put them out too often, but, um, Oh I'm wow. Down and get one. Yeah. Some IPA. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't had an IPA in a while, but yeah. Yeah, yeah man. They're, 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 um, I was, I skipped 
I, I kind of like, I, I would drink a lot of them and I stopped and I was like, okay, I'll drink like red ale or uh mango mm. cart by golden road is yeah so good. It's like pound <laughs> 10. Of That's why I kept getting them when you guys were coming over. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love, yeah. I was like really into like fruity beers. Cause like mm. I was drinking IPAs for so long and I'm like, this sucks. Like I'm something new. And, mm. and I was like, oh, this is like really sweet, but delicious. And I can, mm. I could drink this like water, you know? <laughs> That's the problem. You end up drinking like a whole crap. pack. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been drinking margaritas. That's my move lately. Hell yeah. Yeah. I just uh, get the mix and I get some cheap ass yeah. tequila. And I'm not a liquor person. So the like, you know, I'm not gonna buy some top shelf shit. I'm just gonna buy yeah. salsa and uh and uh the mix. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the you don't even mix. need yeah, you don't need uh you, you don't need like that top shelf stuff anymore to to get have a nice little drink. I I was at Trader Joe's last weekend and um i got this really not like expensive bottle of wine but like i usually get like the two buck chuck there mm -hmm. and like you it's know, good like, it's really good it is mm -hmm. even like like a ten dollar bottle is really good but i got like a, a bottle that was you know a little a little pricey and i'm like uh like you know I'm, I'm just gonna celebrate you know treat myself and i'm like this tastes like shit <laughs> you know i'm like oh this is not good yeah and i'm like why is the two buck chuck is so much better than this mm -hmm. um and it made me realize like yeah you don't like if you if i was doing a blind taste right now i would select that as the best one the two buck mm -hmm. chuck like that is so fucking good and like there really is like no there's no major difference in in uh the quality at all you know mm -hmm. it's just like the, the way that the way that the or not actually not it's not even two bucks anymore it's like three bucks yeah it's three buck chuck now three yeah. buck chuck <laughs> and that sucks it doesn't rhyme with all that trader chuck. joe's <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean my, my point is that like um if it makes you feel good and it, it tastes good and you know you're not like going in debt buying top shelf like bullshit then mm. why you know why yeah. why why invest in that you know mm-hmm at the same time, it's like, you know, uh, test your palate, like, uh, or put it to the test. You know, people say IPAs taste like pine trees and shit or pine cones or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, but not all of them. And, you know, try other ones and open your mind. Yeah. You know, you got to like, but maybe open your mind to, you know, Carlo Rossi, like a barrel of Carlo Rossi. <laughs> big ass glass uh, bottles oh, that they come in. The jugs, yeah. Yeah, the jugs, uh, which are not bad, you know, like if you... No if you uh if you drink them fast you know <laughs> yeah no uh we we've been getting like boxed wine and and uh like trader joe's tequila like the, the uh they don't they don't have mezcal there but they have like this uh silver tequila that is like 20 bucks it's mm -hmm. so good and it's yeah it's like making margaritas with that sounds so delicious we have a magic bullet and i'm like God, i want to make a margarita and we just, I just kept forgetting to make one and we ended up chugging or like just shooting the tequila on like a New Year's Eve and ran out. <laughs> like, God damn it. I can't have my margarita now. Damn. Yeah. How but... big is that magic bullet? I was going to get one. Um, they make them so small. I'm like, what is this for? I, I want like a blender. So I, I just I, I use my blender. <laughs> I have a blender too. And I, yeah. I haven't even touched the magic bullet yet. Um, mm. I don't even know. It's I don't know what's so special about them because I haven't really used one. But uh, well, my only gripe is that they're back. small. So I'm like, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I drink things like not just alcohol, but like I like to sip on something. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, so if I'm going to make a smoothie, I don't want it to be like an eight ounce smoothie. It's going to be like a 24 ounce smoothie, you know, and the magic bullet. I got to use that thing like three times. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but maybe yeah, that's what it's for to like limit 
you know, my yeah. gluttony. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> like portion, <laughs> I guess it's like portion control, but I mean, but yeah, what's to stop you from, <laughs> from making three of those, you know, then that, that equates to one full blender full of tequila and margarita mix. Exactly. Time. <laughs> time would that stop too. You. Yeah. yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess it is. Yeah. It all boils down to time. Cause yeah, there's like, there's like certain things I'm doing now where I'm like, well, how can I save more time? How can I buy more time? Like you really mm-hmm. can't buy time in life, but how can I hack time? Mm-hmm. You know, what can hack I do? Time. I like yeah. That. How can I hack time? You know, I go into the, <laughs> go into the, the, uh, the, the time mainframe and, and, and hack it and, and take more. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, I've been doing a lot of, I don't know if this is like an OCD thing. I don't have OCD, but um, I've been like, I time a lot of shit I do now, like on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm reading a book, I'll set a timer for like 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, you're going to devote 30 minutes to reading this book. And then you're going to devote two hours to cleaning. And then you're going to devote three hours to producing some music. I like, I, I've been using my, 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 my timer on my phone so much lately. And I don't know if that's like an obsessive thing mm-hmm. or if I'm just trying to be a little more, um, you know, proactive with like, where I'm investing my time in, in my, you know, in my life. I don't know well, it sounds you, like time management. Or... Uh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I try to do that, but then I, I'm constantly aware of the clock. So if I'm trying to read a book, like I've been trying to read physical books again, I, I have audiobooks all the time and, uh, or I'll read like the news or something online. And, um, mm-hmm. so I got some, I have some physical books I want to read that I've been wanting to read forever, but I set a timer for like, like you said, like 30 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. But I'm constantly aware of the time. And I keep looking over, like, is it about to go off? Is it about to go off? And I'm not focusing on the book. So like, that doesn't, I, I'd like that. I would like for that to work for me. Um, but it doesn't usually. Yeah. Hmm. So if it works for you, that's awesome. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I'm the same way. It's like distracting. I've got OCD. I've got ADD for sure. So, um, Oh man. I've been doing that Just too. constantly changing my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially, yeah, living in an overstimulated society, it's kind of hard to, to stay focused. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, the going back to what you said of like, you're staring at your, you're staring at your timer. Like, is it almost going off? Is it almost going off? It's kind of like, you're, you're almost anticipating that deadline or you're anticipating the, you know, your, your, your alarm going off or, or your stopwatch or where your timer I'm doing that too. I'm like, even like when I'm meditating lately, Mm-hmm. I said I set a timer for like I try to meditate for 20 minutes and I like I'll like open my eye I'll close my eyes I'm like open one eye I'm like oh shit I got like two minutes left and then like, yeah and I'm like I'll like close my eyes again for 20 seconds and look I'm like oh I got you know a minute and 30 seconds like I'm just constantly instead mm-hmm. of focusing on what I'm doing I'm more focused at when when is that thing gonna go off you mm-hmm. know it's like a ticking time bomb do you wake up before your alarm I was, you know, I, I get up at 5 a.m. every day mm-hmm. um, and uh, I was waking up at like 4.45 every damn day. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, do I nap or for like 15 more minutes or do I just get up? Because, you know, like when you wake up before your alarm and you try to go back to sleep and you kind of fade away and then your alarm goes off and then you're even more tired. Yeah. Then you're more fucked up. Yeah, you're more drowsy and like, oh fuck, you know, and and then you contemplate, should I snooze for 20 minutes? Like, is it really gonna matter? Or mm-hmm. it's gonna get worse? Yeah, I've been I've been doing that a lot lately, and I don't know what it is, but something is waking me up. Sometimes it's like 3 30 in the morning, and I'm like, shit. And I oh. lay there 
I just lay there for an hour and a half and I'm like, I can't fall back asleep. And then you kind of trick yourself like, no, you did fall back asleep, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And and you're going to have a great day. (laughs) I've had those like in December, I was waking up in the middle of the night for no reason around 3.30, 4 o'clock. And it wasn't even not that I could tell some outside sound or anything like that. And um, I would just lay there and try to go to sleep and trick myself, just like you said, trick myself into thinking I, I did go to sleep. And then I yeah. woke up like, I don't know, three hours later, feeling just as tired. I feel like my eyes were closed the whole time. Like I'm trying to go to sleep. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm still having the same thoughts that I had when I actually went to sleep uh, three hours before. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like, man, sleep is such a trippy thing. And then, um, but like going back to the alarm clock thing, it's like, 15 minutes before you wake up 15 minutes before it's supposed to go off right are you sitting there just and thinking about the clock the whole time or are you arguing whether or not with yourself whether or not i should even bother going to bed yeah it's it's fucking weird Mm -hmm. it's sleep is an interesting part of life (laughs) especially since we spend like a third of our life sleeping you know it's bizarre it's yeah it's fucking weird how many hours of sleep do you average a night like seven I try to get yeah, me seven. Too. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what's like the eight lowest? seems excessive. Lowest? Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> what, what's the, so what's like, so what's the lowest amount of sleep you can get that you can still function in a day? Uh, like five and a half. Five. Five and a half. Yeah. Five is pushing it, but yeah. Five and a half. Me too. I think like five is bare minimum five. I need at least five to function. If I get anything less, yeah, it's like the first. I don't know, the first like six hours of your day you're like you're lagging and then yeah you get you're not happy yeah. no you're you feel like death and, yeah <laughs> and <laughs> but, like, but you're pushing through yeah, yeah. You, you so you feel that too like you're like six hours into your day and you're like sweating because you're so tired and now all of a sudden out of nowhere <laughs> you get this burst of energy and you're like i'm good <laughs> yeah that's how i am <laughs> exactly yeah it's it's annoying i wish you could just turn off and turn back on That'd i know we, we all had switches in the back of our, our back of our heads i we would totally kinda, utilize that yeah we're kind of yeah me too i'd be like you know it's nap time you know and, mm-hmm. then, and then you like that's kind of what human offline is is like 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 disconnecting from like like the world from mm-hmm. like consciousness you're disconnecting from consciousness and that's that's kind of what human offline is that's where i got the idea mm-hmm. but um yeah i wish that'd be cool if like just you had a switch and you could like, you know, reboot for like two hours and you come back online and you're, you're in all systems are, are go and <coughs> all cylinders are firing off. That's kind of wish how that was. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Are you okay? Mm. Oh yeah. I just get like this tickle in my throat. Uh, I, <coughs> I know it's being recorded. <laughs> you, you could just uh, cut that part out. You could edit, slice mm. it. So you do like a little cough and then just like go forward. Like, <laughs> I'm like, and then, Oh yeah. Where were we? Got to be honest, it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> uh, so what else? Uh, what else do you have planned for um, <clears throat> for these these times right now? Are you doing? You going anywhere? Or uh, gonna try to go to Vegas. Um, I'll tell you after because uh, Jeanette, my girlfriend, is gonna listen to this and to surprise. Um, okay. So I'll tell you afterwards. Big, not a big thing. It's like a. I don't know. It's an event. This is it that we're gonna go to. Nice. Um, that's in February. Okay. Cool. And I'm gonna try to cover that when we were Young Fest. 
Uh, oh, that's yeah. not till what October, but I'm gonna try yeah. to make that happen. Got a show on tomorrow and Friday night at DBA, and yeah, I did a podcast yesterday too. It's been a while. Nice. Uh, yeah, we all just had margaritas and and drank. <laughs> it was <laughs> or and and talked. Yeah, that was fun. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I need to get more podcasts going. I I've got these lab mics I want to use. So, uh, I was wondering if you wanted to do that too. You want to walk around Pomona and just like talk with lav mics while somebody yeah. holds a holds a oh, yeah. camera to us yeah that'd be cool we can like uh <laughs> strap like a gopro to our bodies it's like one of those harnesses that you put around your waist and the cameras it's like an arm that comes out and it's like facing you it's like uh oh, like yeah. like in like in movies they're doing that a lot in movies now where they're like they're putting a camera on someone's body and it's facing them and mm-hmm. it's kind of tracking their movements it's kind of cool um i'm down yeah. though i'm down to, to go out that way because um, you know, when, when things are safe, of course, cause we're being very cautious. Um, I don't want to go through the stress of like worrying about, you know, getting exposed to someone who had COVID or yeah, like we th- we're, we're sick and then we have to go through the whole process of like getting tested and staying mm-hmm. home. We, we <clears throat> went through that last month and it was so fucking stressful. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, well, I mean, admittedly we did screw up. We got a little too relaxed and, you know, had people over and mm-hmm. were going places and, pretending like, you know, uh, everything's fine. And then, and then that variant started, you know, infecting everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so we're, we're trying to be a little safe right now. Um, but when things are, when this, this wave kind of dies down, uh, yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll be out there and, you know, let's get, let's get Vinny, let's get Vinny out there too. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the great Vinny. Shout out to, yeah. One of, one of my closest and best friends and he, he truly is a gem on this planet. And uh, yeah, he really is. Can, I haven't uh, seen him in so long and he lives closer to me than, <laughs> than yeah. a lot of people. I feel bad, but uh, I don't know. It's like, you got to make time and sometimes you can't make time. You know how it goes. Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's tough. We all have lives and uh, a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, man, I would love to go out there to P town and finally go back to noise bug. It's been years. Since I oh yeah. We didn't store. go the last time either. Yeah, no, we gotta well, go. We, we we did go for a walk, I think, and it was closed. It oh, was it was Sunday. closed. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was closed. I was but... like, why didn't we go? I don't remember. I thought we had a point. Made a point to go check it out because you were talking about talking to the uh, dude from LCD Sound System, right? Yeah, yeah. that was one of my <laughs> regrets in life was not um, trying to walk up, not ask for like an autograph, but like just like t- say, hey man, like we're going to your show tonight. Big fan, can't wait. You know. Like little stuff like that is like, I, I'd rather just say that to like my favorite artist or someone I admire versus like, oh, can you sign my, uh, <laughs> you know, like, sometimes they're like, they don't, they're just like, you know, what? I just came here to buy something and leave. And now this fucking dude's asking me for like photos and autographs and to sign his chest and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm at least glad I got to talk to his manager who I, I maybe, I don't know if it was, I think it was his manager, but um, yeah, I don't know. That was cool. But Oh, you were talking shop with the manager, not him. I was talking to uh, not the manager of Noisebug, but to the manager of, of LCD. Because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had recognized mm. him from, from like photos of like back band photos or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, I recognized his face. And I knew he was like part of LCD somehow. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think later on when I looked him up, he was the manager or something. I don't know if he's like the band manager or tour manager, but he, he worked for them in some capacity. 
and I got to show him the theremin, you know, and I was, when I was fucking around yeah. with that. Yeah. So that was cool. But the drummer was so intimidating. He was like sitting on a stool, just staring at, at me and my friend the whole time. Mm -hmm. like, he didn't say a word to us. His legs are crossed, wearing sunglasses. And he's like, he has like a really thick uh, orange beard mm -hmm. and he was just staring at us. He didn't say a word. And it was so intimidating. And James is at the counter talking to the guy who was working there. So mm -hmm. I guess like something broke and they were buying a new part or something. Mm -hmm. And the drummer's just like, like casing <laughs> us. I'm like, I'm, I'm Damn. Just playing a fucking theremin, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, please don't kill me. <laughs> but you're constantly making these motions. So he's like, what the hell is this guy yeah. doing? Yeah. He's like, oh, it's Warcraft. <laughs> Again. <laughs> this so, happens every time we come to Pomona. Yeah, every damn time Pomona, like, Woodcraft. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we man. definitely got to go there. What do you yeah. have planned if uh, if not for like what if they what if the CDC comes out and it's like, oh, not five days anymore, but like two and a half days to, <laughs> oh, to quarantine or whatever. They keep changing it. I'm like, yeah, mm, yeah, confused. no, um, we have no plans. Uh, I do have a concert in May that I bought a ticket for months ago. And as long as things are safe and uh, there's no surge and variants of any kind. I'm probably going to go to it. It's an, uh, it's a show at the Greek. So it's outdoors. Mm -hmm. um, I have, that's the only like event I have planned for this year. Um, yeah. I saw that when we were young festival, that's, I, you know, it's not my taste. I, I do know all those bands. My wife loves most of those bands on that lineup. And like, I, I sent it to her and she's like, uh uh also uh additional headliner covid i'm like oh we're not going to that <laughs> and then and, uh, in vegas in vegas in uh in the yeah i know city on earth yeah exactly <laughs> if there's one festival i will go to this year it's primavera la because nine inch nails are headlining that right yeah um but you know they're they're also very covid safe and if if things are fucking terrible around that time they're not going to play mm -hmm. um and then lcd's headlining a festival i think uh what what was it called is it have you seen that lineup lcd's headlining no. it's a golden voice lineup um what's it called in la yeah 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 it's, or it's in pasadena i man it's I can't. not it's not like make music pasadena or something like that is it no the, oh this this ain't no picnic that's what it's called oh well yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a ton of indie band i think the strokes are playing and Ar arctic no arctic monkeys are playing primavera but um the Strokes are playing. A lot of those bands are playing that festival. So there's like two really cool festivals. But you know, I'm I'll keep my eye on it. If things are cool and safe, maybe I'll go because they're both outdoor, which is great. Mm. But Coachella, nope, not doing that this year. I don't think. Um, so my only plans... why not when you can catch herpes and uh, chlamydia and <laughs> and all I mean, the others, all the I other those, fun I ones. I got those years ago from Coachella 2013. <laughs> no. Um, the lineup just the lineup's okay, but uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just uh, the the fear of people right now. I'm just trying to, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm trying not to get COVID. Yeah, I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, and I'm never. To, no, I have not gotten it. I'm trying. I mean, at least Jesus. I don't. At least I don't think I did. But at this point, I think you probably should. I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the the Omicron was supposed to be the variant. That was, <clears throat> they said, uh, if you haven't gotten it, this is the one, baby. The, um, yeah, I th I thought they were saying that this is the one that like. Not that finalizes it, but like everyone's gonna get it. So yeah. once you have this immunity, like this, this will be herd immunity, if I understand that right. It's, it's because this is be. the one that everyone will get, no matter what you do. Um, yeah, which is yeah. scary because my girlfriend got it and she got sick as fuck. 
and oh, i'm sorry man yeah she's good now but like yeah she got sick and i didn't see her for two weeks that's frustrating yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it's frustrating as fuck it's disruptive um and that's why i'm like i i'm really gonna do better and try not to to go out in public spaces and mm. large crowds and just just it's just it's safe in here i have everything i need in this in my home and mm. uh, there's there's really nothing else i'd rather do than just veg out on the couch and watch you know the season three of you or euphoria or just something that's like <laughs> entertaining and exciting and crazy uh, no i i did finish you Oh, what do you think? Yeah. Did you finish it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, without spoiling any, you know, plot points. Um, I, yeah, I loved it. Uh, the show is crazy as shit, you know? And, uh, mm. and, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was entertaining and, and funny and yeah. Like, you know, violence and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a fucked up show to be into because you're really just watching this, uh, serial killer balance between his obsession, obsessions and, trying to be a chameleon in life and escape everything he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I liked it. Uh, did you like it? I loved it. Yeah. Good. It's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I didn't relate yeah. at all to him. So that, that felt good <laughs> That's to good. not relate to him. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I shouldn't want to agree. Well, like there were so many parts where I, where we're talking about, uh, so my girlfriend and I were watching it together and, um, and i'll just say love her, her name love and everybody knows who that is at this point so it's like how he and love like have these like conflicting um issues where like they're so, somewhat on the same page and then they get like she'll do something crazy or he'll do something crazy and yeah and it's like you find yourself agreeing like they're anti-heroes though right so it's like you can't feel totally. too bad about it but it's like at the same time it's like why did you do why didn't you do that you know <laughs> They're totally anti-heroes. Yeah. And it's like you're rooting for, you're like taking sides with them. The, the show, I, I I was talking to a friend of mine about this. Like the show is really good at manipulating you. You know, yeah. like at, <laughs> at, at the audience, it's so good at tricking you into liking these despicable characters. And that's mm. why the show is so effective. Cause it's like, fuck man, I, I really, I'm really glad I'm not like that or I know people like that. But at the same time, I would totally have a foursome with those people, you know, <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a bizarre show to watch. Cause like, yeah. you're, you're like rooting for them, but you're also like, God, these people are terrible. <laughs> and they're like killing innocent people mm. for their own crazy obsessions. But um, yeah, that, it was a good season. And we're, we're currently, uh, we're currently watching a lot of different shows right now. So it's, mm. it's a good time to stay inside and uh, just, you know, <laughs> just just chill and watch some good content mm, i've been watching yeah you know, i've been going back to star trek always but um did you ever watch goliath 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 with billy bob thornton it's on oh, amazon is that, uh, is that a show uh-huh oh i know what it's you're on talking amazon about. it's three seasons three no. seasons yeah it's good it's really good. it's good yeah okay it's I'll uh find that to the list yeah it's uh i would i just keep calling it bad santa esquire like it's just him <laughs> if he was a lawyer <laughs> uh yeah I but it's like an Aaron, Aaron Brockovich kind of character where like he's helping out the underdog okay but like he's like I don't know just a messy drunk and he's got his problems and he's got this team that he built around him of just like other degenerates and like Amazing. it's great yeah it's awesome it's such a good show well I mean totally Billy Bob's great yeah he's, he's great he can do anything fantastic so mm-hmm. if, in, if he's going to be playing another bad Santa type character in this show mm-hmm. you know I'm totally I'm totally going to watch it but 
yeah there's a lot of uh there's a lot i mean there's it's just oversaturated everything going on with the the streaming wars and just movies and uh oh by the way mm. did you watch matrix resurrections i did not and you know what i meant to uh okay. before this podcast <laughs> we haven't we should just have an entire podcast episode dedicated to that when you watch 100 i'm down because uh, I... I wanted to watch them all again um <laughs> in lieu like you know yeah I, leading up to this uh and i just i watched the first one again and that was it and i just didn't get much further um okay other things kept coming up but uh I'm going to watch them all again and then let's talk because we should talk you were not it. you were not happy with it. Um I know because I was I was so I I I as a kid I I saw the first Matrix in theaters with my dad and mm. my brother and was like blown away by that. And I was in 4th grade I think when that happened. Mm. Um and then yeah, I loved as 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 much as people like talk shit about Reloaded and Revolutions, I still love them. Um as much as off the walls they became I still think they're it's a fantastic story and the, that could have been the end of the you know the story it could have stopped at revolutions but mm-hmm. nothing ever stops and and when the trailer for resurrections came out I'm like oh my god like this is the matrix film we've all been waiting for you know he's still he's still trapped he's being blue pilled he's in a new matrix because at the end of revolutions they they rebooted the matrix mm-hmm. and they're obviously suppressing him in there something going on with trinity and and then uh, I tried to ignore like the critic reviews and I, I was just so hyped. I was like, I was just trying to find everything I could on it. And then the first reactions came out and it's like, oh shit, this does not sound good. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, but you know what? Fuck them. Cause that's their opinion. So I'm going to go yeah. and see it myself opening night. And I saw it with like my friend and her boyfriend and we saw it in IMAX. Um, and you know, all I will say is that at the end of the movie, I expected like applause and people cheering. It's probably like two people clapping and, to like <laughs> in the corners i walked out yeah. with my head down that's all i'm gonna say ouch very disappointing um yeah. not a, not a terrible movie but just very not what you thought it was gonna be just lackluster yeah um mm. there was some, there were some cool action sequences uh it was mostly the the story i had a problem with um and uh actually yeah uh scream five we saw a few nights ago i liked it scream five or, or scream scream yeah. as it's called it's uh that's what like it is though scream five right it's yeah. it's scream five yeah it's yeah. a continuation after scream four i mm. liked it um yeah but i i think i think the whole reboot slash sequel fad that's going on it, it just needs to stop because a lot of the, a lot of the <laughs> yes. fucking movies that they're doing this for right now are just not um yeah they're not like they're not hitting right you know like like, hey, yeah. cool concept, but what the hell are you doing? You know, like you're deviating completely from what this is supposed to be. And now like you're trying to be too meta. You're trying to be too self-aware when you weren't before. So it doesn't mm-hmm. work. It's like really cringy. You know, like mm-hmm. I got like I got like some moments of like secondhand cringe watching Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> um, if you have I HBO Max. Feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, it, it's it's on there for another, I think, three days. So. If you have HBO Max, you could even sign up for like a, I think a free trial. Just watch it and then cancel that shit. <laughs> I, I don't, don't pay, don't pay money to see it in theaters. That's all I'll say. I haven't been to a theater in a long time. Ever really? since like, cause you have to like res- reserve your seats now. Like I haven't been since then, since they started oh, doing that. So wow, it's a, then, yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. They, yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's a long time. Maybe like seven or six years. They, they started doing that, but 
Oh, um, never mind. Then I've I've been there since then. Um, I guess they didn't make me do it. No matter uh, oh, wherever wow. I was, Terra Vista and Rancho. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they've upgraded. I used to go there a lot as a kid, and that was my least mm. favorite theater. Um, but they've really like they've really updated it, and it's nice in there now. Is it? Oh, are the tickets I mean, still seven bucks? Because I'm I'm down for that. I don't know. I haven't been there in a long time. I think yeah. the last film I saw there was Man of Steel in like 2013. Oh, it's been a while. It's been, it's, it's been a good minute. Well, because yeah, I, I moved I moved back to um I moved when I was living in LA. I uh I moved out of there in 2013. I came back to Rancho for like a year to get mm. my shit together, and then uh. I was commuting to my, my job in Burbank and like, this is too much. So then Victoria and I decided to say, fuck it, let's just move out there. So mm-hmm. we moved out here in 2016. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we, uh, actually, no, it's been a lot, it's been a lot longer. I, I was in M Rancho for like two years and I came back to LA. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I went out when I was out there, I saw Man of Steel and yeah, the theater was like, yeah, they, they renovated it. It was nice, but I don't know if it's still like seven bucks. It's probably like, I don't know, 12 bucks now. Yeah. Inflation. Well, still cheaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still cheaper than AMC. <laughs> <laughs> very true but um hey man it was great talking to you i, yeah, I have to let's... go i have to go run to my dispensary really quick before they close but um do it i got yeah, one man. nearby now so uh, oh you do is it walking yeah. distance no it's driving but like a five minute drive which is like a 30 minute walk so <laughs> um yeah my mine is uh we're too spoiled we have one right here mm. i walk out my door it's a two minute walk and it's boom i'm right around the corner oh nice do yeah it. yeah cool. so when you uh when 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 things are safe we're gonna we're gonna have people over again and you know you got to come over and Fuck you yeah. know hang out and we'll we'll we'll, we'll paint the town red <laughs> i'll bring some ipas <laughs> hell yeah man and we'll, um but we'll thanks for having COVID. me dude hey yeah. anytime <laughs> <laughs> yeah so cheers to the sketch sound podcast it was great uh talking to you and seeing you again man likewise dude cheers to human offline's imposter syndrome ep out now on all streaming platforms thank you buddy except uh was there an exception no no no. it's on all of them right it's on everything it's not it's not on Bandcamp yet uh it's not on soundcloud yet it's but it's on everything else and those are the ones you have to like separately do them right yeah yeah well because Bandcamp's <laughs> great because you can upload just you have so much more freedom on there you can do high resolution files um name your price uh yeah mm-hmm. it's much more flexible and Bandcamp is for the artists um spotify go fuck yourself but i still have to upload shit to your, to your service because we need you sadly yeah like amazon yeah, yeah exactly like amazon yeah but um yeah man yeah. cheers to you and uh you know thanks for having me yeah cheers bud anytime you're always welcome <laughs>